Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. We're in Parak Yutes, and this is Shir Yud Dalid. So last time we were discussing um, how a person's machazek is Avas Hashem, and we said for regular people, the mahalach is that you have to be machazek the Indian of called the Ovid Rahman or the Tab Ovid, that everything HaKadosh Baruch Hu does is for the good. And it's an avoider to try to work and see that no matter how bad the situation, how big the tsar is, that uh, that Akadosh Baruch Hu really means for the good. And ultimately, at some point, in the Achor Sayomim or in the Maboy, you'll be able to see it. But uh, we have to understand that it's all for the good. And if a person really loves Hashem, they will not have the problem. Um, now he continues, Ach Bali Hadeyu Hamitis. However, the great Sadiqim. They don't need a chizuk like this. They called up it Rachman Latab of it. Kihari ain't lahem lachavin asmo klal. They don't have to work on this kavana because it's a natural part of them already. El akolt filosam. Everything that they do in their tefillah lahagdil kavod Hashem is barach is to enhance the kavod of Hashem. Velasas nachas ruach lefono and to give a kaddish baruch hu nachas ruach. V'chol mashi is gabru ha'ikubim negdom. As much as the impediments are in the way and you have to work hard to uh, to remove them, the more impediments you have, they were more happy to really push through and show how much they believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like a general, who's proud to go into the more difficult battles, the more difficult the battle is, he's more proud to be able to go into that battle and to show that he's victorious in battle. And here they tell you, say over the name of the Briskarov that, that one time uh, there was a doctor who came to be metapolin the Briskarov and he afterwards uh, said over to his children that uh, he knows the condition that he's suffering from, the Briskarov was suffering from at the time, and he knows how much, how painful that condition is and how terrible it is. And he said that if you were to take the pain that he's going through and divide it into among three different people, none of them would be able to withstand the, the pain. E- each one of those, the, those, those three people would not be able with a third of what he had. And yet, when he looks at the Briskarov, he says that he sees him sitting b'shal b'sanefesh, he sees him sitting comfortable and happy, and uh, um, uh, like, like there's no Yisurim that he's going through at all. And this is the, the issue of, of, of the person's toikep emunah, the strength of his emunah, makes him that he's misameach, he's misameach, and even in to go through the Yisurim, and he doesn't feel really the Yisurim as, a, as such a big problem. Um, they have done, Segal says over a Misa that he heard from, in the, from the stipler that one time there was a Yid who came to see the stipler from who had a very big family and he worked very, very hard all day for his Parnassa. He had a very Parnassa uh, bizarre, but he worked hard. And when he came at night, he would want to go to learn every night and he would go to the base marriage to learn. And he was so uh, tired from all of that he went through during the day that he usually would nod off and, and kind of sleep in the middle of the learning that he had every night. And this bothered him, like, what's what's the point of my whole life? I'm working so hard and I can't learn, and I'm not getting any, I'm, I'm just falling asleep by my learning. What is the point of all of this? 
and uh, you know he went to the stipler for an aid. So the stipler told him, "You're looking at it the wrong way." He used that term. You're a general. You are a general in the army, and you're judged not necessarily in this world. We judge people to how many blood gemara they know. In the next world, you're going to be judged not by that how many blood gemara, but maybe by what effort you have to put in and the fact that you go every single night, even though you've put in a very, very hard day's work. And that's the that's where you show your Abbas Hashem, when it's very difficult and yet you go and yet you persevere and you try to the best of your ability, that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to look and that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to see from a person. So he continues, and he says, Ukfar morgal this is a, 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 a regular situation by all people. When he has an opportunity to show his Ava, a person who is put in a situation and he shows his Ava, his love, that gives the person the greatest pleasure at all. And that's the same situation maybe in marriage, same situation with children, the same situation certainly with Abbas Hashem and, and a person's relationship to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that when you're put in a position and the great tzaddikim are put in a position where they actually can do something to demonstrate how much they love Hashem and to be confronted with a difficult matzav and yet come through it and say, I'm still an Oiv Hashem, that gives them the greatest pleasure and that's the, the definition, to, so to speak, of Abbas Hashem um, that, that we're talking about. So now he continues, the Navar Atta now we're going to discuss more specifically the different branches of Abba Hashem and different aspects of it. These are three that we said at the beginning of this discussion. Hadevekus, which is being Dovak, cleaving, coming close to HaKadosh Baruch Hasimcha, being happy and, and uh, uh, satisfied with HaKadosh Baruch Hakina, and standing up for the covet of HaKadosh Baruch so we're going to start by discussing the Indian of Devekus. Devekus is the first one. So Devekus says the Ramchal, who You're so want to be connected and some so close to Kadesh Baruch Hu and so involved with Kadesh Baruch Hu that nothing else matters. That you don't want it. Nothing else gets in the way. Of your of your uh, of your clo- of your involvement and your closeness to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Bahu ma shaba olav hamoshal b'divrei shleimai. This is what Shleimai Melach said in Mishlei. Ayelat ahavim v'yalas chayin t'ader yiravucha b'chol eis v'habasa tishke tamin. It's talking about a deer, and uh, you know shows its love in 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 every way possible that it's 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 completely engrossed in the love of of what uh, you know what it's doing and um, uh, uh, you know and and therefore it's always consumed with love so uh, again that's uh, you know this this concept of being overly consumed and being wanting to just be involved with Akash Baruch Hu, uh, means that I want to be clear I don't want to I don't want to be attached to anything else only to Akash Baruch Hu. And here they tell also a Maisa, there was a great Goin by the name of Pesach uh, Pruskin, who was uh, the Rosh Yeshiva in Kubrin, uh, obviously before the war. And he was a, a tremendous Mechadish. He was a big Mechadish Torah. He wrote a lot of Chedushim. And the story was told that one time in the middle of the night, he woke up 
and he uh, uh, and he was all excited, and he went and he woke up his Rebetzin, and he said, you have to wake up, you have to hear, I just figured out this tremendous Chiddush in a Rambam. And the Rebetzin woke up and says to him, you know, it's in the middle of the night, and maybe, you know, because it's the middle of the night, you should go back, go over it again, look into it more deeply, and you'll see that you maybe have to clarify it more than what you think you would know already. So, fine, he listened, he went back, and he's thinking and thinking, and, and at five o'clock in the morning, again, he comes and he wakes up the rabbits, and he says, wake up, wake up, now they're more borrowed, now this is more clear to me. And now I think I have it, I have the Chiddush, and I have it really, really very well. So, uh, when the story used to be told, so people would be upset, they would be, they would say, what, what kind of a story is this? You know, this is called Gezel Shena, he has to wake up the rabbits and to tell her he has a Chiddush. You know, tell her in the morning when she gets up to look, I had, I, I had a, uh, a Chiddush. And his grandson once uh, explained that, uh, uh, you know, can you imagine, for example, if somebody in the family hadn't have children for 10 years, and all of a sudden, uh, uh, you know, in the middle of the night, they had a child, and they came, they ran to tell the rabbits, and you know, you just, they had, you had a grandchild, they didn't have for 10 years, and Baruch Hashem looked to have a child. Wouldn't she be happy? She, of course, she'd be thrilled that they woke her up. He said, you have to understand that the Rebetzin was like that, that when she heard that her husband was made a Chiddush in Torah, she was so happy, she had such a simcha, because everything was involved in that Chiddush B'Torah, that her whole existence was Dveikas Bashem in that Chiddush B'Torah. So there was no issue about waking her up to tell her. She wanted to hear this kind of thing. This is what she lived for. And in essence, if a person has that kind of a level of Dveikas in connection to Hashem, that you don't mind to get woken up to know there's a new Chiddush in the world, that, that, you, that there's a, a new Shtik Torah that, that's, uh, that's going to be uh, uh, said in order to be, to be uh, 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 you know, give HaKadosh Baruch Hu more covenant. That's exactly what, what is the proper way of Abbas Hashem for Tzadikim and Hasidim. You have been listening to a shir by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.